This episode of the Pastimes Pubcast is brought to you by ZapRecruiter. Accelerate your hiring process with ZapRecruiter. ZapRecruiter uses patented technology to immediately hire the first applicant you receive for every potential job opportunity you're hiring for. Cut down that hiring timeline by over 800% with ZapRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. Hello and welcome to the Pastimes Pubcast. My name is Scott. I'm here at the bar with my co-host, Matt. We're longtime friends and old-time college roommates who miss our days of getting together at the bar. Pastimes, our favorite college bar. So once a week, we get ourselves some drinks, strike up some bar conversation, and record it for your listening pleasure. So think of it as the easiest eavesdropping you've ever done at the table behind you and enjoy some bar talk. Cheers, Matty. Cheers. Yes. Back after a little bit of busy weeks here. Yeah. Life found a way to keep us from recording, I suppose. But we're back. We've got our vino. You've got your, is that a, what, what do you, what do you got there? Cab as always. Cab as always. Man, I you don't, know what's, uh, it's funny. I'll I don't, straight a Pinot or mm-hmm. Merlot. The, it, it's, it, it just, what kind of signals you want to throw that night. But other than right. that, I don't, uh, I don't get out of the reds too often. Um, which i think is an i, I mean, almost brought down a white claw and got crazy but I, uh, <laughs> you got, yeah you gotta let I loose stay. you know you gotta unbutton the cuffs uh you know for that, me that's that, an that, afternoon that's an afternoon guy right okay you get a yeah, white claw yeah. well especially an guy is it super hot in buffalo uh it it's was nice like 90 here yeah yeah it uh sorry it was 83 and okay. it rained so we got that nice sort of sticky feeling for uh most of the evening. I, I got to say, um, I love red wine, but I just, I can't when, when you, when your shirt's sticking to you, I, I can't. That's when I don't drink. Well, that's when I don't drink it. Right. Like, because it does make you a little, but I can't. Uh, so that's when, that's when white claws and. Uh, right. And I, well, you also. Occasional beers sort of find their way in. Yeah. You also got that air conditioning now, so it doesn't really matter. It's got can, that sweet, sweet <laughs> Oh my God. How the other half lived for how long? And now it's me. I'm the guy. I, I, forget. You, I was. You look down on all the other air conditioned lists of folks in the neighborhood. I didn't think I'd be this, this like, this mean about it, but we were on a walk tonight right before uh, bedtime with the kids. And I'm walking in and some, some asshole's got a box fan in his window, all the windows upstairs open, right, all these right. things. And like I said, 83 and sticky, like humidity probably matches the temperature. Ooh. And, and I'm like, you poor son of a bitch. Not me anymore. <laughs> right. Not me. Like I just, My favorite, it felt I, so. I love that you can use like the, the use of like calling that person an asshole in that sense is so not like a that guy sucks it's like a oh man i feel so sorry for you but you can still like, right. still work like, it isn't that he's a bad person right it's just it's that just he's that, just oh, like poor son of a bitch you asshole and like the only right like, they don't have a choice like they're you know like it's some people do some people don't right so true. like in here as everywhere like midwest like it's all there too. Radiant heating, right? Like boilers. Right. Uh, it's an older style of heating. Like that was the um, the house we lived in in college had radiant heating, mm-hmm. and uh, so you you can't get air conditioners in that sense. Right. But um, or without 
there, there's a, there's options, but you, you can't get well, like central. Yeah. Like HVAC isn't really central you air. Right. Yeah. You need, yeah. You need a furnace. You need forced air uh, mm-hmm. heating in order to get whole hair uh, air conditioning. But on the other hand, I'm, I just, it's not like this is the third house we've lived in and both of the other ones could have had it mm-hmm. and we didn't. And, and I'm just like, man, with how easy it is to get a no interest credit card and like, <laughs> like these no things excuse. really like these things are like two, three grand, depending on the size of your house, you really could get one and right. like lose the box fan and mm-hmm. like sleep comfortably at night. Like no one says yeah. you have to use it all summer. Right. Like if you right. like it, if you like it when it's 75 degrees outside, then open your windows and turn the air right. conditioning off. Um, I don't know. It, it's a luxury. I, I told my friend, I said, I've never felt wealthy for one day in my life, but boy, I do now. <laughs> I do now. I feel, yeah. I feel wealthy with, uh, what's the John Mulaney line? Uh, this is the height of luxury. <laughs> yes. This is, is the height bit, of luxury. The, for bit me. Is, but, the house yeah. is not finished. I have so much to do, but it's cool. And I'm right. like, yeah, this is all right. This is okay. Like I oh told the kids, God. I was like, no fans tonight. No fans tonight, guys. Oh, were they, were we'll they re- super bummed? I remember being a kid and being like, oh, fans are so cool. Uh, we tried reason. to, we were able to talk my daughter out of it and my son has his on. So is it like a no? Yeah, so they still want the, their fan. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, as yeah. a kid, I think I remember being like, oh, I, I like the noise, but not really sure. knowing how to articulate that. Like I still, we still yeah, sleep yeah. with like a noise maker. Um, right which is now becoming more and more common. Like we had to, wean, mm-hmm. you know, babies do it. We weaned him, our son off of it. Um, and he sleeps pretty, pretty deeply, but my daughter would be up and down. She's still too young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she still has a noise machine. So fan or no fan, like she doesn't hear the fan. She hears the noise machine. Uh, whereas he, neither of our, by design, neither of the kids' bedrooms are over like a living area. Mm-hmm. Um. So, well, you've been at the house. So, like, we go right. back into the family room, and um, there's nothing over that, so they can't hear anything. So, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter how much noise you right, make in the right, house. Right. Um, it doesn't. That is up. nice. Yeah, I'd Which like is to. Lovely. I'd like to wean myself as an adult male <laughs> off of a noise <laughs> machine. Uh, once we no longer live in like a you know a big metropolitan city, but. Well, see, that's you know. the difference, right? Is you, is you're you're also in an apartment building with mm-hmm. other people and all that stuff, and like I honestly, I wish. Um, well, I don't really care how this sounds because it's it's kind of a funny story. Um, I used to, so we are second, third, whatever. Some tenants we had, we had a duplex. We lived upstairs, mm-hmm. they lived downstairs. So I think it was our second or third tenant, and. Um, the guy who moved in uh, was gay. He was retiring from his job. He was 65. Mm-hmm. He was single and uh, moved in. And then within like six months, he met someone. Mm-hmm. His bedroom was right below our bedroom. Mm. And I'll just say, I wish I had a noise machine. <laughs> I wish I had a noise machine and it had nothing to do with, um, it was 100% age. It was, it was okay, essentially was say, knowing like, it, what it was like. It's going to be no, it was, loud yeah, no, probably no matter what, right? Like no matter who it is, it was 100% age because I could not, it did like you'd hear it happening. Yeah. And then I immediately I'd flipped to it, It's like, 
my parents are that age. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I would just, you know, like I just could. I was like, oh God, I wish I had a noise machine. And then like, so those were headphone evenings or, you know, whatever you might say. But um, yeah, that was, uh, you know, I, I didn't see that one coming. We uh, we rented to we rented to a single guy, and then all of a sudden it was just right, like, right. ah, I did not consider the idea of right. you getting together with somebody. But you, um, I do remember you saying, um, he lived there for a while, right? Like about a year and a half. We wanted him to stay. He wanted to stay for forever, right? And um, forever, you know, a, a, a long time. He wanted to be in the city, which is where our place was, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he went to sell his house. Someone bought it and then had to back out and like, couldn't resell the house for whatever reason it was. Mm. Um, so he couldn't obviously afford the mortgage in them both places. Right. So right, he, yeah. uh, he had to go back, which was a shame. I, I think we, if he had stayed, maybe we would have held on to the place longer. Yeah. I remember you really, it doesn't that. I really liked that place too. That was a- I, well, we liked living there quite a bit, but it just, it, it was going to need too much work yeah. kind of thing. Um, but anyway, that's Older the um, buildings. Yeah. That's why noise machines could be useful in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. buildings that have yes, multiple people. You, living. Right. Exactly. Multi-unit buildings for sure. Yeah. I so went we'll on a weird tangent, but I, <laughs> <laughs> that's I, what the pastimes podcast is all about. I was well, going to ask where you, we go. Right. Right. I was going to ask you how you feel about Zap Recruiter. You know, Zap this. Recruiter is, um, you know, it's high risk, high reward. It's, it's really just <laughs> a, a um, it's, it's the gambler's it's dream. <laughs> it, it's, it's perfect. It's like, um, There's a game where the light goes around and around and like, you want to be the right, first one hit to hit it yeah, when yeah, it does. Yeah. That's a set. Basically I'm thinking of like the arcade game and like you get all the tickets before <laughs> it does. And that's basically zap recruiter because you want to be the first one. However, you could be like, I don't know, like a housekeeper that gets hired to do marketing in that right. instance. Yeah. Like you really could, uh, you, you don't know. I mean, some I people well, just blanket out their resume to a lot of different things. The beauty of the roulette wheel that is that right. recruiter. <laughs> we're, in, we're in the back of, of uh, what, now another recession in another 10 years here mm-hmm. or 12 years. And I remember what it was like sending out those all those emails. Oh it's like, do not miss. Well, that. shit. Yeah, I guess I could work there. Sure. I'll send this out. I was like, I, somebody's got to pay me something or otherwise I'm right. going to be in the basement the rest of my life. And uh, Zap Recruiter would have been really helpful in those times because I All right, really, well, don't, uh, yeah, I would folks, have worked anywhere. Folks and I would have been surprisingly on, good at a lot of things. <laughs> right. Folks do not sleep on Zap Recruiter. No, not to be confused with Zip Recruiter, who is a very reputable um, right. um, hiring agency. But I will they say too long. they do. They take way too the, long. Yeah, it's very slow. And I will say too that Zap Recruiter uh, is not as aggressive with their um, advertising campaigns. So that's just <laughs> those are the main differences, I would say. <laughs> but if Zip Recruiter might be interested in this podcast, right? I mean, we'll see. They're he'd interested, be interested in, in dropping Zap Recruiter. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Yes. We are willing to do that, and I I do feel like. ZipRecruiter is sponsoring probably like eighty percent of the podcasts that exist in the world. So, so there's ZipRecruiter and there's uh, uh, 
best fiends. They are all over my all over my usual podcast. I don't even think I know what that is. Let me see if I can just repeat it. Best best fiends is a is a puzzle game, and you can. Uh, it doesn't require Wi-Fi, so you can play it whenever. It updates once a month so that there's constantly new games and puzzles happening. Best Fiends, when you need a mental break. It's friends without the R. Best Fiends. So it it's a so it's like solitaire. Nah, but- there's a bunch of different I I I honestly haven't done it. There's there's uh um But it's like is it meant to be solo? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's uh, okay. there's it was on, uh, so I I love this podcast series. Um, not to defer people from this podcast series because <laughs> this is the best one that's out there. Right. It's um the Pastimes Podcast. Right, right. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. However, right. um, at Pastimes Podcast. <laughs> uh, but it uh, it's called uh it well it's it's black barrel media and it's called infamous america and they kind of go through some of the darkest times of um of u.s history wow and so it started with and and they they if i had started with this one they would have lost me but it started with salem witch trials okay um there's just too many names and too much nonsense that happened during the salem witch trials (laughs) that like it would lose just about anybody like you really right. like it was just too much. But the second one they did was the um, the Black Sox scandal, the the White Sox uh, gambling cheating. Right. Ring in, in right. 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 1919, right. which is why when COVID came out and I started screaming, and go, it's just like that pandemic. And everyone looked at me like I was a fucking moron. <laughs> and I was just like, it's exactly like that. It's like, like this, the influenza virus. Right, right. It's exactly the like flu. the influenza right. virus. Right. And no one is in any way, shape, or form comparing it to the two. Almost exactly 100 right. years later, nobody, but they talk about that in the Black Sox scandal because mm. one of their pitchers got had the, uh, had the influenza. But um, it was – I played for my wife, and I was like, this is how it spreads. Right. This is how it spread. Like it was before, like we got into all of it was like, this is it because they explain it perfectly in that podcast. Mm-hmm. And then they get into the baseball of it, but they've also done, they've done Billy, the kid. Um, they've done uh, Hatfields and McCoys. Mm-hmm. My uh, favorite one of the black Sox scandal is still my favorite, but my second favorite is the, uh, the John Wilkes booth. His days on the run after he assassinated Lincoln. Yeah, see that is that would be interesting to me because I feel like the story historically, and you know, it's like oh Lincoln Lincoln gets shot or you know is killed, and then it's the nation is mourning, which obviously they should be, but like yeah, but I don't I don't know anything about the aftermath of like I feel like you know maybe we learn some very like subtle things or very like brief. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, there's, I'm sure there's more to that story. There's like three weeks where he's just like on the run and like disguising himself and all sorts of stuff, trying to get to the South. And, um, it doesn't matter. It's a great listen. Black Merrill mm-hmm. media. That's the search for John Wilkes booth. Uh, and currently I am on, uh, they're doing Alcatraz. Oh, cool. And the greatest events that ever happened, at, not greatest, but most known events right. that ever happened at Alcatraz, mostly breakouts. 
Now that baby's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they get into like some, just some cool shit that you're, uh, that like, you know about, but you don't know that much about. And then, and it, it, and uh, I, I mean, most people know that Alcatraz is a Island, right? So sure. It's an Island. It was a federal prison. It was um, so, so yeah. If you're like, Oh, people like there was, I mean, there's, there's the movie, isn't it, I think Clint isn't Clint Eastwood? Yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. Right. Clint Eastwood like, did it. But if, yeah, like I got questions. If there are people trying to break out of Alcatraz and it's on an island, like so, so yeah, that's my point. Is is that that yeah, that would be of interest to to me as well. Well, what what yeah, it started as a military base because they thought people were going to try to infiltrate the U.S. from San Francisco. It started as a military base. Then they realized that wasn't really happening, and they needed. Right. Uh, it was the prison for the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. So if you tried to escape another prison, they'd send you to Alcatraz. Oh my God. If they, if you did this or that or the other, if like you killed somebody in prison, you got sent to Alcatraz. Right. Like there were so many different uh, reasons, but like, and then if you were before you could be, say you got like you know, your sentences and you were terrible and you got sent to Alcatraz. You'd get down if like on good behavior, you'd get downgraded to like a better prison, and then you had to do good in the other prison, and then you could get released. Like oh it was no one just got released right, from Alcatraz. Right. You went to another prison to make sure, like kind of thing. Um, but uh, the breakout that is in the Clint Eastwood movie is actually coming out next week. I'm looking forward to it. So oh, it's, so they're doing um, like multiple episodes. Oh yeah. Uh, oh oh no, cool. no, no, yeah. Each one is probably eight or ten episodes on each oh, of these wow. things. Cool. And uh, they're about a half detailed. hour, forty minutes each. Yeah, they're a half hour, forty minutes each. Uh, the host name is Chris Wimmer, and if uh, I get a choice of someone who can narrate my life for the movie, it is. <sighs> I love that guy's voice. I think he's excellent. And um, he All just, right. he, he, he does good work. Shout but um, if you're going to start with one, I would definitely start with either uh, Wilkes Booth or the, the Black Sox scandal. Cause there's mm-hmm. so much about that. Even if you don't like baseball, there's right. so much about it. That's like pretty interesting. And it also makes you feel very nostalgic in a time right now where there's a lot of uncertainty, everything feels mm-hmm. terrible, but there's a lot of parallels with, um, the influenza virus and what's going on with COVID-19 right now and how the country probably was. um, It just, it it brings you to a safe place. Yeah. yeah. But that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. That's you have a funny story. Well, yeah, I would love to hear about because you've been teasing. It is a little bit of a funny story. Okay. So here's what happened. Well, maybe not Um, funny. You have a story. I do have a story. Uh, So this was about, I want to say it was about a week ago maybe two weeks. Um, so I was bit by a dog and it was not my the dog. Fuck? Yeah. But like good news there. So, <laughs> what, wait, what? Good news. It wasn't your dog. Right. Like, right. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. not on high alert in your own. So home we right were, <laughs> so my wife and I were walking our dog, uh, in our neighborhood. You, P.S. You, we talk like every day and you didn't I know. I kind of. I was like, I, I kind of want to save like, this for the show. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. See, like, so, so yeah, I was bit by a dog. But okay, so we were on our walk, and I was I was walking sure. with my wife and our dog, and we were almost back to our place, and 
So my move tends to be because uh, our dog is very reactive on leash. So if there's uh, other dogs around, like if they're not, basically if they're closer than across the street, we need to distract him with treats, which he's okay with. I would say maybe like a 50, 50 shot as far as what's his reaction otherwise does he just pull you so hard that he uh he he tends to do like this lunge thing on the leash if there's a dog that's like close-ish um he's not gonna do anything he's just trying like if they're across the street is he gonna try he's across across the street street? like he might like whine but he's not gonna he doesn't uh, he doesn't really do much if they're across the street if they're like because there's a lot of gates in front of buildings um like residential buildings in Chicago as you're walking by, like people might have their dog just like in their front yard. Um, sure. And so you sort of have to know which houses have a dog and which don't in your neighborhood. Um, but anyway, so my move has always been because this has happened a few times where a dog is just off leash and the dog might run towards us. Um, like if it got out from the property or whatever in the neighborhood. And so I'll just pick him up. He's Palmer is our dog is about 45 pounds. He's probably like as small as a dog can be where you can just kind of scoop him up (laughs) if you need to, you know what I mean? And yeah, he's go ahead. Yeah. Just, just like for the safety of him and like the other dog, like obviously I'm not the kind of person I feel like a lot of dog owners would not want their dog to be fighting another dog. Right. So, uh, uh, and you yes. just don't know. You just don't know other people's dogs. So if they're off leash and they're running at your dog, you're, you want to be careful. So sure. on this particular day, uh, I saw this dog. Uh, I, I heard a dog bark and I turned over and a dog was running towards us. It bolted across the street, like made a beeline for us. I grabbed Palmer and picked him up. And this dog came over to us and nipped me in the calf. Now, right. let me let me specify that this dog was a Chihuahua. So, <laughs> all right, that's the I know whole... you you're you're met with that response all the time, aren't you? Right, right. There's no so like it's like, like he was a fucking Rottweiler. Right, right, like exactly. it was. Oh no, no. So I was like, you, I was like, there got bit by a Taco I got Bell bit dog. by a dog. I you know people are like, oh my god, like are you okay? And it's like, his teeth are just as sharp. Right. Like, I, I mean, they are, but like, and yes, it was bleeding, but like, you know, it wasn't gushing, but like it was, it was the sure. the smallest possible dog that could have bit me. Um, sure. So it's kind of hard to be like, to like, and if you were less humane, you would have just punted him. Like, it right. Was- <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, the, the frustrating thing about this is that this, the, this particular owner has taken this dog outside off leash before. And this dog has ah, run over right. to us uh, this isn't the first time that this dog has run over to us. Yeah, this is the first time that the dog has, has bit me. But so I was obviously pissed. And I, I told the guy, I was like, your dog just bit me. Um, I could tell that the guy was kind of a little freaked out. Um, uh, yeah, and and I didn't end up doing anything because, you know, I thought about it and I was like, I was like, you know, I think some people would probably call animal control. I was like, I don't really want to do that. Um, I mean, my, my, my wife was like, well, let's like, you know, take a picture of your bite. And then obviously we'll, as a health professional might say, monitor your, <laughs> your status yeah, like, yeah, to right. make sure that you're feeling okay. I was fine. Um, 
and uh, uh, and I, you know, did I you have a talk with him? It's like anything no, and about see, it's and like, that's the problem. Is like it was, is he, it. yeah, like I know, yeah, I know what you like because I thought about that too. Like I was like, I really wanted to to go and be like, look, you can't just have like there are some people who have dogs that are able to function off leash. Sure. I'm sorry, but your dog is not one of those dogs, you yeah. know, and you so may, it's just you like, may want him to be, but he isn't right. And I, and I get that he was like, I'm sure in his mind, he was like, he was in the, the back alley right behind where they live. He was like, I'll just bring the dog out real quick while I'm throwing out the trash, you know, sure. can do some business and then we'll go inside. Like, I'm sure that's what was happening. But like when your dog makes a beeline across the street from an alley, yep. like could have gotten hit by a car. And that, so I, like, I was like, this is, I was like, I'm not going to Some like... dogs want to stay with you. Some dogs don't. Right. That's totally true. My dad wanted to always treat because he was, he wanted to be the the grandpa dog to, to Jack. When he would come over, he would take Jack out without a leash. All of a sudden Jack would be doing sprints up and down the sidewalk right. full block. And he'd be like, well, you got to come get him. Like you got to take him out on a goddamn leash <laughs> right. is what you got to right. do. Is that yeah. you're the one who brought him out. You get him in. Like, People just don't necessarily always understand. Mm-hmm. You want you sure, but not everyone lives in the country, right? And especially you, you live in the city. Like, right. not not that. No, no, no. That's absolutely first of true. All, are you okay? Oh yeah, yeah. You're all right. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Like you're. No, 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 no. You're, you're no. okay. I mean, it was it just was like a, a little mild. Like I have a very like faint. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay the evidence right. is pretty like minuscule as far yeah. as my dog bite goes so yeah that's not an issue sure it, but but what you're saying though then is that like in in a in well a, don't take this the wrong way is he's lucky he found you and not a car oh yeah right your dog should sure. run across the street clearly he does not care he's running across the street right there's a lot of traffic I, there's yeah i mean like, and, and we also live care in about other people care about your dog right <laughs> We live in a neighborhood where people like stop signs are suggestions. And so like, yeah, or yeah, recommendations. Right. So like, you can't, you, you can't just trust <laughs> that like, like, you yeah, know, your dog's going gonna, to gonna be fine. Um, and, and like I said, I've seen owners who their dog is really well-trained and their dog can handle being off leash on a walk. I still wouldn't recommend it, but you know, I, you got to trust that they know their the dog. And, Sure. Um, I, I don't think that's acceptable in the city at all. And I know it's against the against the rules yeah. of the law there. But I mean, it's a city. So like you get to who's watching them. Um, dogs mm-hmm. are the least uh, <laughs> the least of everyone's problems these days. But right. And, and yeah. that's the other thing. It's like awkward because like we're, we're across the street and the dog ran back after the owner called it. But it's like like I don't want to. And I don't know. I and think he was freaked late. out because he never apologized. So he didn't say anything. He was just kind of like crouched by his dog. And I was just like, I was like, I don't, I, oh, I just want to leave this situation. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. We haven't seen them. Oh, okay. So you were, I understand. We kept walking. So you, I mean, I didn't exactly like make it uh, an obvious, like we need to discuss this. You know what I mean? Um, sure. I, I basically told him. Do you see him, him often or no? Uh, I mean, they live right across the street. So I guess I just feel like that's one of those like, listen, I want to let you know, I, I don't know. And, and like, you're, you're much more passive than, um, well, I'm pretty passive too, but sooner or later, something's eating me up inside. I'm going to, I guess I'll say it, but like, I just, it's one of those things just like, just walk over and start with like, listen, we need to talk. Like, 
Yeah. Because he's going to be scared. You're going to be like, listen, yeah. your dog bit probably, me and I want some money. I probably should have done that as far as just like, so, I mean, part of me was like, wanted him to be a little scared. Sure. And, 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 and as like the lesson, but I also, but yeah, to I your think the point, lesson like, is take your dog out on a leash. Oh, absolutely. And like, come over and like with that intention, almost like you, yeah. you want to be just like, this isn't funny for a podcast, but anyway, right. um, <laughs> you want to come over and just be like, listen, okay. We both know what happened the other day. Your dog came over and nipped me. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he's gonna be like, well, I didn't know, you know, he's he'll probably divert. He's like, listen, I'm not here to sue you. I'm not here to do anything. Keep your, please put your dog on a leash. So this I, doesn't yeah. happen to someone who isn't as nice as me. I honestly right? think that if he, <laughs> if I, I, I don't, I don't doubt that he would have been receptive to that too. Like, I, I don't sure. know. I get the impression that he's probably like a perfectly nice guy. I think he's, I think he was embarrassed. And like in the moment I was too like frustrated to like be able to do that. I think calmly. So I was like, I, you, know well, what? you just got bit by a dog. Yeah. So I understand that. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I, I think, I think you're right. And I also think just for his sake and for your sake, just so that you don't have to deal with your dog right. being nervous. And that's bad. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, had in my head this like conversation that I wanted to have where I was basically look like, I'm not trying to like call animal control on your dog. Like I, you know, like he, they have a family, like got like little kids. Yeah. They probably love the dog. Like I'm not trying to like mess with any of that. I don't even like I I can't stand like yippy dogs, but like I'm sure you love your dog. I'm a dog owner too. Like I'm not trying to mess with any of that. Just put a leash on your dog. I know you have one. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it. <laughs> don't just come out with him to take out the trash. The dog stays inside yeah, when you take out yeah, the trash. Like yeah. it, when he comes out, he's going to the bathroom. He's on a walk. It's right. easy. Like they, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, easy. So it is. Yeah. I get it. But they're dogs. This is a wild animal you welcomed into your home. Right. Too many people forget that. This is yeah. an animal that is bred to live outside all the time. Right. Now, granted, a chihuahua does not belong in Illinois. They belong further <laughs> south. So I understand. I'm not. I'm not suggesting. I mean, in any I way, wouldn't. Form that, I don't want a that, chihuahua, that, but yeah, I no. guess. I mean, people do. You know. What I'm trying to say is that dog does not belong in a doghouse outside in the middle of winter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm saying is right. that that dog the climate is a does wild not animal. Yeah, right. right. Is a wild animal that you have brought into an urban environment who does not understand said environment. Clearly, is not trained well enough to stay by you. Right. Put him on a restraint. Yeah. It's it's very, if you want him, put him on a restraint. That's yeah. all I'm, I I just I don't understand irresponsible dog owners that just want a dog to be a dog. Then buy a farm, right? Uh, yeah. Put a fence around it and take him out there. Right. Otherwise, electric fences are available and so are leashes which are far more inexpensive. Yeah. Um do you have Palmer on a does, do you have a retractable leash or do you have one of no, just the tight guys? We have a yeah, we don't have a retractable one with them. And I, I at one point I was like, oh, we should get one of those. And Mal was like, no, my wife is like, we no, have one. I, I wish we never him. did. Yeah. Never did. <laughs> she was like, no, it's a terrible idea. I was oh like, my God. I thought about it for like a few minutes. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> he no. he he doesn't pull unless there's a dog that's like in close proximity and he will he like and that's so <laughs> We buckle him in the front and his chest. There's a clip there. Yeah, same. And, we and have that same yeah. leash. So or that same harness. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps keep him from pulling. And 
but when he lunges, he knows like he's like figured out the physics of it. So like now <laughs> he'll like lunge and swing like his body around because that's what what'll happen is he'll he'll go forward and the leash pulls mm-hmm. him to the one side and then he'll swing around. So he like he's like figure he's like Cirque du Soleil some sort of like he's figured out how this works now. It's actually really frustrating because now because we were like oh this will help keep him from lunging like another dog and it has not. So does he just slide in the dog ass first? Like is that his? Is what? Does he just like jump to slide into the dog ass first? Like kind of, kind of, yeah. That's actually yeah, when he right. plays. Like he, that's what that's his defense move. Is he like yeah. uses his butt to like, yeah. He's like yeah. drifting so I, so in a yeah. car. Like he just, yeah, because he gets pulled <laughs> exactly. back in the front, yeah. and then yeah. he just there he is. He's, yeah, he's just a fast and the furious Tokyo right. drift enthusiast. Yeah, Tokyo Palm. <laughs> exactly yeah all right anyway so that's the story but the best part about that i'm sorry i'm glad you're all right oh yeah yeah no i appreciate that but the best part is like you can't like you can't and and i i'm not the kind of guy who would even be like like try to be like macho about this like oh yeah dog bit me i'm gonna wear like put a feather in my cap uh because but but especially because it was the smallest dog like that exists sure right like you don't want it's not you can't be like oh yeah chihuahua bit me the other day fucking bit me no. it's like you just like walk into a bar as a right singer. exactly put yeah. like throw like my giant, leg on the bar yeah <laughs> like, a giant bandage baby, on yeah. it just for the sake it's like <laughs> god what kind of dog was it chihuahua like just <laughs> try and say it real tough went through a whole tube of neosporin oh my god you wouldn't even believe this didn't thing. require stitches no did not no i could have gone to the hospital but they would have turned me away <laughs> oh my god can you imagine during during the pandemic if like, you uh, yeah exactly have you seen the movie uh couples retreat sorry and then no. we'll move on to the next thing no okay i, I um, haven't seen movies we've you really this is one quit jerking me around and watch it okay oh, this will be I, the hey, next i watched i watched uh hit I know. And run you did well have i steered you wrong good, you have not have no. i steered you i'm wrong. just saying like um, i'm not opposed yes. to watching a movie but yeah um it's vince vaughn it's jason bateman um Ooh, i like uh, that Christ, Kristen bell and i'm trying to uh is it Kristen stewart the brunette from sex in the city there's six people i don't know all of them i like i recognize others from other things um Anyways, uh, Bateman and Vaughn are like the main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, and so they're they go to uh, I think it's Bora Bora, and anyway they're on they're on like a oh feed the fish kind of thing, and like a lemon shark comes up, like a little <laughs> like a like an eighteen inch shark, and it nicks Vince Vaughn's leg, and he like goes on for like the whole day about how right. he's a shark attack survivor, <laughs> and like he. <laughs> And oh, I'm sorry, John Favreau's in it. Uh, so that that makes it even better. Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, right? Um, they do, yeah, they're they're excellent. In the it. Swingers and, um, connection. Oh my God, the Swingers made. Um, was this the first one they did since the? Oh no, they they did the breakup. Mm. Um, anyways, yes, Swingers and made though. But then, yeah, they're really great in this one. They are both very very good. And, uh, and then add and then add Bateman to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to that situation. It's really great. Anyway, and he go, he's just like, yeah, I'm a shark attack survivor, honey. And he puts his, he puts his leg up on the dinner table to show it. And he takes the bandaid off. It's exactly like you would, you're describing. Yes. And, um, and John Favreau leans over. He goes, I, I think maybe you scraped your leg on the ladder, maybe getting back into the boat from like the water. <laughs> like, it just, like it's such a minor thing. Oh right. God. It's so, Oh, it's, I think you'll, I think you'll get it for that. I, yes. but, um, yeah. And I'll be like, Oh no, yeah. it's streamable. We, we, we've bought it on Blu-ray twice. We bought mm. it. Then one of the kids scratched it up and immediately <sighs> got it off. Amazon. Come on kids. Um, well, you can't watch it DVDs. if you scratch it. Nah, no, no, <laughs> you don't. We have a I love how, love how easily <laughs> destroyable, like, div- like things that are like actually really good for kids. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I think, well, I don't know if that movie's good for kids. Kids gonna love like, this, but don't let them touch it. <laughs> sure, there. Yeah, it's just a funny. It, it's you know, it's a bit of a romp as well. But um, all right, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll definitely romp. add it to the long list of things that I, I need to see. Um, do we want? Are we ready to uh, to start our Sean Lowe best of the Bachelor? Don't lose Duh. your sparkle. But we are ready to start, oh ladies God. and gentlemen. Don't you lose your sparkle. All right, we are welcoming back ourselves to 2013. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Never. Yeah, I don't know about anybody else, but I've never been more ready for the early. Not uh, even that early. It's what's ironic is it's not even that early. But all I wanted to do was give you a reference point. So, um, not that anybody truly cares that much if you don't already know, but um, what they're doing with The Bachelor right now is they had to cut The Bachelorette short. Uh, the Bachelor ended, and it was the worst. And then we are now waiting for The Bachelorette, but COVID cut it short. They couldn't go on their uh, lavish vacations and do their thing. So, yeah, do we? Um, I don't remember waiting. what they said about like where production was with the Bachelorette. Did they? Did they? I want to say they're restarting. No? I, I think oh, they, they, are restart. they were. Okay. I don't know this for sure. This is speculation. But as far as what I would know, as far as, well, let me say as far as about three more times. Um, but how they normally do it, I'd say they're probably a week or two in and then stopped. And mm-hmm. there were ads on to. Um, date the bachelorette to so to become a contestant so i assume some people had to drop out due to going back to their jobs or not being able to be part of this commitment anymore mm-hmm. so hard to say um they are positive she's coming back they're gonna do it it's gonna right. be a whole thing but it doesn't matter but for the time being well, thank we're all lucky enough to be getting two or two and a half hour specials on uh, reruns basically. So what they're doing is they're taking entire seasons of bachelor or bachelorette and jamming them into a two and a half hour highlight reel. It's what pretty, it's pretty smart. I gotta say, it's, like, it's like, so I was like, better. I was like, I was like, okay, especially with like, given the lack of like production resources that they had, like literally, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Harrison, uh, Chris Harrison is doing, like he's hosting it from his office and his son is filming it. <laughs> his son had just graduated from high school. Which sure. I also, that was hilarious. Yeah. His 18 year old son is, is putting, uh, yeah, putting it all, 
putting it all out for him. But Son, it's, it's time it's a, to join um, the family business. Mm-hmm. I actually had a moment with that. I was like, man, I bet this kid kind of kind of hates this show now. I like I <laughs> I have a question about that. So here's yeah. here's here's what I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, if you're Chris Harrison's son, you're in high school, is do we assume that like Chris Harrison's son goes to school with like all these other well-known celebrity children or like working? I don't know where they live. And uh, I, I'd assume because then it's like a non-issue, at least as far as like other they're kids in go. LA. Like, they're like in whatever, LA or they're you know? California and they know what they're, Right, sure. like my dad is Chris Harrison probably doesn't carry the same weight there as it does in like, I don't know, even here. No, probably not. And I don't even know if, um, I don't know how much weight it even carries anywhere. It's like, that's, yeah, he yeah, gets Chris Harrison. Like he isn't, he's never controversial. It, right. It's like, he's it's like, uh, <laughs> do you know what? It's if you're, that's a terrible example. Um See if your dad's Al Roker. Yeah, that's a pretty good. It's national comparison. It's basically you're just a newscaster, right? You're a host. You're not. You're not really anything. I. I. I think we all knew I was searching for someone that wasn't um, part of the Me Too movement. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> you but, mean somebody uh, who? Yeah, somebody who deservedly lost his job. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And and now there's a show based on it, but um, <laughs> anyway, it uh, which is good. You will you you will enjoy uh, if you haven't seen the morning show yet. I would watch the morning oh, show. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It is lovely. Um, not lovely, but very good. Um, anywho, that's what like I wouldn't really care after your first interaction with Al Roker. You're like, well, it's just Al Roker. Seems like a nice guy, but yeah, as far as like celebrity status goes, he's not going to get you into a movie premiere. He's not going to lend you money. Like there's no, like he's Al Roker. Like that's it. I don't know. Um, Just, just my opinion. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, I I heard you saying. Right. So anyway, so that was that. So uh, they're doing these reruns and we are on Sean Lowe's rerun season. And. Thoughts on Sean Lowe. Now, what's that? Thoughts on Sean Lowe as far as like a bachelor goes. Cause like I gotta be honest. Always been I, a fan. I was gonna say, like, when I when they started talking about him, like I was like, wow, this guy seen like immediately my judgmental self was like, Oh wow, douchebag. But then he started oh, talking. Really? Oh, because you know what? That's not fair because I knew him from right. When and that's he was the thing I should say, like I, I, I didn't yeah. watch that season, so I like didn't know anything about him. And so, but like his appearance. You know, they were like the girl. Basically, when the girls were talking about him, I was like, "Oh, I probably hate this guy." Like they were like, "Oh yeah, he's got such a great beach bod," and I was like, "Which that doesn't mean that you suck, but like, there's definitely a stereo- <laughs> there's definitely a stereotype like with that where you're just like, okay, like, well, let's see, you know." And then like you know, he talked a little bit, and I was just like, "Oh, like immediately floored by how uh, just insightful and like." Uh, and and you know what I didn't realize? I figured this out when I was looking through Wikipedia that he, I didn't realize he was on The Bachelorette in mm-hmm. season eight, which is crazy. 
to think that he was on The Bachelorette season eight, and then what? Well, what? What season later was like? How many years later? He's season seven. What season? It wasn't that. According to Wikipedia, it's the best thing ever. Anyone can post anything they want. Well, okay. So the seventeenth season of The Bachelor (laughs) premiered on January seventh, twenty thirteen. So that was season seventeen. He is going to fact check this. Third as a contestant during the eighth season of The Bachelorette with Emily Maynard. That's such a gap. I don't know. I it's don't, that's hang like hang on. Maybe that's wrong, but like, I don't believe this. I wait, Emily. That's what Wikipedia says. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I I have to refresh myself because this is. So if he placed third, he would have. Yeah, been he eliminated her. On he was week eight. Jeff Bachelor with one F one. Oh yes, he was. God, was she the worst? <laughs> Sorry, I had a thing with her, and I turned out to be right. So I have a thing. So Emily, uh, sorry. And by thing, you don't mean like you knew her, and like you guys. I did not know her. <laughs> I, I have saw a history. her. No. I saw her on Brad Womack's season of The Bachelor. Then she became The Bachelorette. Right. Single mother, Emily Maynard. And her husband had, uh, her fiance had passed away. And yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, fiance had passed away. And then they made her the bachelorette. And I just had this weirdo feeling she was not a good person. Mm. I was like, I don't care what people say. People think she's lovely. People think, because she's just like a cute little Southern girl. Turns out she's a she serial was killer. No, not a serial killer, but she cheated on the guy she picked in her season. She like picked him and then cheated. And like, we never heard from him again. He was right. like, a, he made his money being a philanthropist for mm. clean water for across America. Like he was like good people. And <laughs> she just the like exact opposite of her. Yeah. And uh, so like, she's just been kind of floating around No, but but (laughs) floating around cheating on people. Wow. That was, that was the thing anyway, but I want to, I want to grasp into the timeline here Yeah, 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 because that doesn't really make any sense. He was on the bachelor. No, but he was on the bachelor in 2012. Oh, oh, that's interesting that they don't really, because they didn't start the bachelor at, they didn't start the bachelor at, when they started the bachelor mm. it was at least eight or nine years later when they they started the bachelorette Got the it. same so way it wasn't that they like had, okay it wasn't like he was just they, like chilling right so it was a year around. later so it was exact it was how it would be he was on the bachelorette and then he was named the bachelor for the next oh season. yeah 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 yeah. it's yeah, not yeah. so okay. it's not so got wild it. That got, it. got it got it got it got it got it because i was assuming that season eight and season 17. I understand. Got it. Yeah. All right. I understand. But the Bachelorette's nine years behind the same way that we, not that we're Wait. going to get into this. I'm just going to drop it as a, as a, I'm going to leave it here. We're having our first black bachelor mm-hmm. coming up. He is, he has been named it. He is our next black bachelor. It should be coming in the fall or no, it won't be. In the oh, fall. really? Be, I didn't know that. Yes. Who is they it? named him? I don't know him. 
Oh, okay. I think they so kind of picked previous... someone. Interesting. I don't. I don't believe so. We have had our first uh, black well, bachelorette. Right. But, right. Um, but what about what about Mike had. from uh, Mike from Hannah B's season? Is still like the best. Well, sure, but he's not the bachelor. Well, he should be. Well, I, I don't make these decisions. I'm sitting <laughs> in a basement. Get on the phone. Talking to you. <laughs> All right, Chris. My kids, God my kids don't it. go to school with Chris <laughs> right, Harrison's kids. Right, right. All right, they're too not, young. Yeah. Not yet. My kids go to maybe they go with Al Roker's kids. I don't know where my. I, yeah, it'd probably be better if they went with Al Roker's kids. They honest. don't go to school with Al Roker's kids. They're grown. Yeah, yeah. I need somebody young. Maybe they'll go to school with Dylan's kids. My wife watches the Today Show, so I know. I know oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so those weren't long gaps. Sorry got to got go it. on that All right. kind of That's tangent. my uh... anyway. Let's just get to TRA and we'll just end this baby right here. <laughs> yeah, I guess we if, can do that. I mean, she she's the okay. worst. Yeah. I, I, so we all we all know that she's clearly the villain, right? Like, and she was. And here's what I remember from watching in 2013 because I did, mm-hmm. and um, that's why we're talking about it now is because I pressure all my friends and watching right, the show. So right. I'm not the only guy watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I remember is, is you couldn't wait. You could not wait for her to get eliminated. And then once she was the show, like got really boring. Like it was just like, she was the glue holding the nonsense together. And but then we were just like, Oh man. Isn't that also like a testament to like how crazy some of the villains are. If they're the only thing that like, uh, that like keeps your attention. Uh, I mean, I guess that's sure. also like commentary on the rest of the cast too. If you're like, well, I don't really care about the rest of these people. Then that's them. But but yeah, I could see that. I mean, she like what a performance is all I have to say. And I never even watched the season, but like you didn't just get, even get to see all of it. But that girl found a way to be in trouble, hurt or in pain. I, like six weeks in a row. Didn't matter whether it was emotional distress, right. whether it was physical pain, whether she w- had hypothermia because God knows what. Um, that she found a way to make her mascara run every single <laughs> week, and he would just go and comfort her because he thought he he liked her from the beginning. He liked her looks. He liked her voice or personality for a little bit, and oh, then man. realized he's like, even, man, this girl kind of sucks. I <laughs> well, and 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 for me, I had I I didn't have to worry about any of the times when like. I think, you know, the like you, for example, at the time watching it as it was aired, were probably like, like, no, like, don't talk to her. She's crazy. You know, like you probably wasted so much time like on her and right. her her just ridiculousness. Whereas I only saw clips of her being crazy, kind of like with the other contestants, and then him just kind of pulling her aside and being like, all right, here and here's my observation about this too. The thing that was the most crazy to me was that right before he sent her home, he like pulls her aside and he's like, and she's crying and he's like he's like, "Do you want to tell me what's going on?" And I was like, "This is like a this is not a uh like two individuals who might be interested in each other romantically relationship. This is a uh like 
and this is going to sound weird, but like father trying to like get his daughter to explain what her emotions are at the moment. Right. He's like, yeah. he's like, well, well, can you, can you tell me what, what the matter is? Do you yeah. want to get an ice cream? Like I'll get, we can get an, like, I was just like, do you want to go is, into the are, tent and feel your feelings for a little while? Yeah, like, like, these are you, two, like, like totally different levels of, and we talk about this a lot, like where the maturity level of, and, and like people's emotions are whenever we're talking about the bachelor and the bachelorette, but um, because people are different ages, they have different experiences, all that. But like, this was the most drastic like <laughs> opposites yeah. as far as somebody who has all of his shit together and somebody who has none of their shit together. Yeah. And he, he's a guy who's very calm. I don't know. I'm not married to him, but if he, it doesn't seem like he gets upset very often. He's, um, Oh yeah. Pretty, Seems pretty even super killed. even killed. Yeah, sure. And, and also that, the person like, he ends up marrying ditto, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, she is great. Actually, he he's one of the few that and I think that was kind of the problem was with the whole thing. I actually I was rooting for Lindsay mm. um, when it came down to those two. But it was like 52, 48. You're just right. like, like, it's I'll yeah. be fine either way here. Mm-hmm. I just really thought she was goofy, funny. She made me laugh. And like Catherine just never really made me laugh. Well, in um, the the. At first, the whole wedding dress thing with her entrance, I was like, because, yeah. yeah, so when she, the first night of that season, when when they're all, you know, showing up um, to meet him, she enters, she gets to the mansion, and she's wearing a wedding dress, which at first I was like, oh, so cringy. But then I was like, no, that's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, like she went, and this hysterical. was before, and this was why I wanted to say it to you, and I'm glad you actually said that now. Um, I wanted, I asked you, I said, what, like, watch this and just like, see the comparison between what we see now and what we see then. So you see the most ridiculous nonsense mm-hmm. ever right now. Convertibles, helicopters, yeah. girls showing up in sharks. Right. They're all trying to be original. Yeah. They're all trying to be original, trying to be memorable, just trying to get on TV. And this was maybe the start of that predating that whatever it was, she was doing it as an honest to God joke. Mm-hmm. It was before that was yeah. the trend. Really? Right. Yeah. And, like people, um, other people weren't doing similar no. like and, yeah, and, gags or whatever. And obviously you see it's on point. It's a show that's trying to get you engaged. Like you show up in a wedding dress. So like she was one of the ones that we did like uh, my wife and I, when we were watching it and it was, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, but when you're when you're left with two options mm-hmm. and you like both of them, it's very anticlimactic. You're kind of just like, oh yeah. Oh, um. But whoever I also, ends up with, I'm not going to be pissed for about sure. It. Yeah, as a um, viewer, I totally agree. One thing that I thought was so, and this is a reflection of who Sean is, um, as like the Bachelor and just a dude. Like the fact that he said, "I'm going to have to tell." one of these women or I'm gonna have to say goodbye to one of these women. I, and I cannot give them like, and I cannot give this person like a reason. Sure. And like, and and that was just so like, wow. Like he, right. He, he's, you know, staunch, good guy. Um, he was actually, I don't know if he was the first 
I think he was, he was the first one I watched openly uh, virgin male bachelor. Oh, interesting. So there were all these jokes about just, I'm going to take the flow right, and right. I'm going to do that, you know, like with the rose and all that nonsense. It was just like, I, I truly remember thinking to myself, just like, my fucking God, how long are we going to go with this virgin thing? And then we've had like, we've, I think Colton was, was the next one mm. and they didn't let it drop. I mean, it was eight, like maybe, eh, maybe five episodes in before you had one that didn't mention his virginity. And it was just like, who <laughs> okay, fucking we get it. We get cares? It. Yeah. Especially because he's like, not the first one. So like, why do you, why? Right. Is... I was like, you're still here. Clearly, right. it's not an issue for you. Right. So it's not an issue for me. It's not an issue for me if a, if a woman was a virgin on the on the right. Bachelorette. Right. It doesn't matter to me because until we get to fantasy suites, there's no sex usually. Right, and and at that um, point, it's things are more serious anyway. Right, potentially. Sure. Right. And so, like, fine, you get to fantasy suites and you just assume it's like, well, fine, they're just probably doing like under the shirt stuff, and that's just where we're landing. And <laughs> that's, that's great. Like, great. You're landing. dating. You should be doing some little feeling and making out and stuff. But like, if if they're waiting till marriage, they're waiting till marriage. It, it, right. They try to make it a big deal, like it's a talking point because right. today right. in society it's like, oh man, a yeah, virgin. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like, who the fuck cares anymore? Yeah. Who honestly cares? It's more bachelorette. It's more interesting probably that they, that they are than they aren't, but it's just a whatever. Anyway, he's a good person. He actually laid a really good prank um, on. It was. What was it? It was on, it was on Emily. Excuse me. When he was a contestant, because he made it to Uh, hometowns and he, um, this is the last thing I'll say, you know, uh, I want to ask one question and we'll, we'll move on to heavy sure. ends. But I, um, for hometowns, he purposely had his, like his childhood room clothes all over the place, like a couple beer cans here and there, I think, <laughs> and all this, and like made it look like when she came over, he was over, like still living like, there. He's still living there and a total <laughs> slob, like <laughs> total, awesome. total slob. Like, and, the family was 100% in on it and it went on for an uncomfortable amount of time <laughs> that you were just like, wait a minute, really though? Like he still lives I there. Like that's that. his, and he's just like, well, I just, I'm really close to my parents and I don't really want to leave. And <laughs> yeah. my mom still does my laundry. So you're gonna, like, you're gonna he li- said you're all the awful here, things. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said all the awful things and like, just let her get really squirmy. And he's like, I'm absolutely kidding. I have my own place. It's like five miles down the road. Like I like, really actually really love that. It was, it was a very good joke. And like, that was when I was like, you know what? Like I was very uh, vanilla on him. And mm-hmm. then he pulled that out and go, Oh, there's more to you. There's yeah. more to you. You're yeah. just like a good person. So like, there isn't a lot of, uh, you're having some, isn't that there isn't depth, but you're not going to take a side here this way or that mm-hmm. too much. So, yeah. Um, but your comparison from 2013 to 2019, probably the last time we really saw, or 2020, um, like 2020, oh we really saw some forcing of. Drama. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I, I all, here's what I'll say. So I guess the easiest thing to do is to compare uh, the engagement moment or like the final rose moment between uh, mm-hmm. Catherine and Sean. And it's, 
I was blown away by just like the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, when he, when he proposed to her, you could tell she was floored. Like she was absolutely like, didn't know what to do because she was so in the moment. So honestly, uh, infatuated with him. Um, right. and like, I, and, and even if like some of that was, was theatrical at all, cause it, you know, that, that certainly you can still be honest, but also with a little bit of flair, but like, it was still, yeah, like, uh, like I, I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen this on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette before because I hadn't seen that season. Um, and then you look at like Pete and uh, and Hannah Ann. I can't even remember. It's just like Hannah Ann, right? He picked Hannah Ann first, and then he and then he switched. I was like, I can't like, even remember oh who he picked God, first. God, like how forced and just like, sure. which of course we know now he and Kelly are, you know, yeah, he's with the lawyer and great. Like, you know, Barb is on board. As everyone so. was sitting there screaming, you should have been with the lawyer to begin right, with. Right. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, and that's who Mal was convinced that when, when they, cause they were going to like bring somebody out to be like, Oh yeah, he's with her now, you know, and they ended up bringing Madison sure. out. Um, yeah. Mal was convinced that it was going to be Kelly. Cause she was in the audience I was very hopeful. Yeah, I, I, I was even, with. We her. may have I was even talked now, about yeah. that. Yeah. So, but yeah. It didn't ha- you know, whatever. Anyway, it ended up working out. But, um, but yeah, just yes, like we all knew complete opposite, like, sure. of 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 a uh, uh, experience watching like two people who are like this is they might actually so like each other. Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's, it's absolutely true, and that's the. Um, I don't know. I guess that's the difference. I feel like there's been a definite shift in the show. Not that it really matters. It is reality television. I understand that, folks. And I don't really. Yeah, like, so I pipe like down, the show. All you. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> I like the show not because it's good TV. I like it because it is trashy TV. Right. I don't care about the love story. I like to see people fighting and I like to see. <laughs> no consequence i have a lot of respect that you could just like that you're so honest about that because i think like some people would be like no it's so sweet no you really just you want to see people fighting that's fine i want to see the people fighting over over the people because this is the stuff you never got to see like of the opposite sex in middle school or Mm -hmm. in high school like you heard about it but like what happened Mm -hmm. It's literally happening in front of you. It's the fight in the restaurant between a couple that you never get to hear the entire thing of. What was mm-hmm. the buildup? What was the history? They're just fighting. And granted, I love me a good restaurant fight, but <laughs> I cannot. You're like, I, I, I don't have the context. Story. I don't have the I want, context. I want for this the fight. prequel yeah. to this fight. What do I have to do to get the prequel? Give me to the this spark fight? notes so that I can, right, you know, exactly. Is this an ex girlfriend or did he cheat on you? What are we really talking about here and why are you upset? Like, I need understanding. Now, granted, is she just hoeing around or are you just a little neurotic and you're not sure? Like, I need, uh, how bad is his mom really? I want to know all these things <laughs> previously. Right. But you don't get that in a restaurant. But on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, mm, yeah. you do. Even if you it's get... slightly, like, yeah, produced or slightly, yeah, yeah. 
But when it's overly produced, when it's so obvious, they're just like, well, shove her into this situation right, because yeah. they all hate her. She just got now here. You're ruining she's TV. up to no good. <laughs> right. Now you're ruining the, uh, as I, like what I'm trying to say is, I guess, before they were doing this, this very overproduced show that happened this year, and I don't think they'll go back to it. I think they'll probably have learned from their ridicule of social so, media. Yeah. But it happened on its own. Is I guess all I'm trying to say. It it you it happened on its own. All you need is one. Yeah. You need one batshit crazy person, and that's all it takes. You need one attention whore, and that's all it takes. Male or female does not matter. That's all that. Yeah. Like it and, and and then everybody just circles around that little bright center of the universe. Right. And we get drama always, for six I, episodes, and then the is, show happens. Right. My favorite thing, too, is that there's always, like, one person who's, like, totally reasonable in the battle against the person who's batshit crazy. Like, I guess in this one, it would have been Ashley, who is, like, trying to be very, like, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, uh, mature. And then it just, like, no, don't even, you, you need to, you need to stop talking because she's not going to get it. Tira's never not get going to get it. She's like what 23 years old and nuts. Like she just Yeah. No, not happening. But it yeah. uh yeah. What for me what always just drives me out the and this is almost exclude nope. I take it back. I take it back. There's always one person that can't let it go. Right. There's always one person that's basically like okay, in in for lack of a better term. They are a B minus list celebrity mm-hmm. in the eyes of the bachelor or bachelorette. Like they're, they're there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in the hunt. Sure. What we'd say in the NFL, they're in the hunt, <laughs> but they're definitely not a front runner. No, they're not a playoff team. They're not making it to hometowns usually. Right, right. And that person makes it their goddamn job to point out the villain. Right. To the person. And they're always just a, it's a kamikaze mission and they right. always think it's going to bring them up a level. Like, well, right. I'm yeah, they, they show think this person for who they are. Board them when it actually yeah. is it's their demise. When in reality, if you could just shut up and talk about yourself and maybe try a little harder and ignore this person, maybe you'd be a B plus. Right. Maybe, You're like, we've, maybe we've, you'd seen, hit hometown. we've seen this villain <laughs> for three or four weeks now. We don't need you. To convince right. us, you don't have <laughs> that to be this the person. person's crazy. Like, yeah, you don't have to be the person. Worry about you. Stop worrying about them. But that's why I love the show so much. Right. It's just like doesn't fucking matter. They always doesn't fall matter. For it. Yeah, that's right. So next show we will dive in. I think I think this is a great. We're we're a week behind on all of them. The next yeah. one is Caitlin's season, and I yeah. can't wait to get into. No, I that think we'll I think we'll keep going with this. Some wrinkles. Well, yeah. if you can compress an entire season into one show. I'm Why won't we? That's a fi- yeah. that's called efficiency, folks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's yeah. efficiency and that's summer viewing because exactly. we are we're in the, love. The thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. All right. We are gonna do we're gonna move on to our last segment uh for this episode, which is gonna be our happy endings character draft. Happy I've endings. Never been happier. Is, uh, <laughs> happy endings is a uh I guess you'd call it a sitcom. Um ABC produced back in 2012 was the first season, I believe. Has it been that long? It has. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. So this is, yeah, right. So this is a show is on ABC 
And I must have shown it to everyone I know mm-hmm. because you would have thought I was on the show <laughs> with the way that I, that I'm trying to get everyone to watch this show because I loved it so much. That first season hooked me in a way that no other season has ever been like, wow, that is some funny shit. And it probably was just my age. It was the time. It was what I wanted to hear, but um, it was very relevant and to I, our age group for sure. Like and, the timing and, was perfect. Yes. And also keep in mind, I had just left the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I, I lived one hour from where this show right, supposedly so like, took uh, place. I knew these things. I knew mm-hmm. these teams. I knew this feeling. Meanwhile, Buffalo from Chicago, same weather, same kind of ideas. Yeah. Um, now, granted, not nearly as big, but like. It, no, but they but, are very similar to the same, in terms of. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, give us a national uh, a national baseball team, and maybe uh, maybe we're all exactly the same. But it just is. We're, we live near a Great Lake, like we're both right on the edge of a Great Lake. Um, yeah, exactly. Like the city actually likes hockey, um, right? I there, mean, there's and, a lot and, of and similarities is, between these two. There's, and a, I there's definitely a blue collar vibe still with you there know, we with, go with Chicago yeah, thank roots. You so much. Same thing with Buffalo, and obviously yes. those things have changed. A little bit over the years, but but that you know at its core, both cities still have that, right? And it so there was a lot of similarities. So when this came out in 2012, I lost my shit. I thought this was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I still think season one is probably one back from Cheers, the best first season a show's put out of a sitcom. Mm. It's like cheers and then happy endings for me. Now, let's dive ourselves in, I suppose. Yeah. I love it. I think it's so funny. And I, mean, I think it's know, funny because there is no laugh track. Right. Which right. is why I well, was hopeful it, you'd like so it. So the but. way that I kind of, I view happy endings is sort of like the Midwest version of New Girl. Um, They are. It, it's <laughs> which very, is also very funny to me because. Uh, Every time you say, sorry, you say like Midwest or you say new girl, I think of just saying the bears or let's go visit the Sears tower. Right. <laughs> Trying to like imitate a Chicago <laughs> right. accent. Anyway, well, we're going to get to new girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will eventually we'll hit, hit that. But so, and, and there are obviously connections between those two because as we, you know, we've talked about David Wayne's jr. Used to be on new girl and then he left to do happy endings. Um, but uh but yeah i mean i my i i have really enjoyed watching it it's very funny um i have i would say it's it's very much on par for me with new girl which i think is a great i think they're both great shows i wish happy endings hadn't been canceled uh, obviously but for the reason in that i would have liked to my biggest criticism with happy endings is that you don't really get to see much evolution with the characters. It feels a little bit like they don't change a ton. And some of that is because there's only three seasons. Um, I think that's, I think that's right. I also think that they didn't quite know where to take it. Right. I think they had a really, really solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And from there, they kind of lost their way. Um, yeah, because the and. story was sort of like I, the way that I look at it. So, so the story is essentially at the very beginning of the series, Dave and Alex 
um, which Alex is played by uh, Alicia Cuthbert and Dave is played by Zachary Knighton, who I was not familiar with. Uh, kind of unknown. He ended yeah. up having, after this, he ended up having a spot on uh, Parenthood for a while. Actually. Oh, okay. Didn't um, know that. No, yeah. Continue though. You're, so, you're so, right yeah. On. So, so Alex and Dave are about to get married. Um, Alex leaves Dave at the altar, and, and you know the rest of the cast, the main cast, are all friends. So they're all in the wedding, so they all witness this. And so, and then the show kind of picks up at you know as the aftermath of that, which I think is is, I think it's a good premise. I think the issue is they're already the characters are already in a place where they all know each other. So we're sort of like starting from where they already have these relationships. And so there's not really any sort of like, like new girls started with Jess moving in and not really knowing, right. Like the other people in like roommates. Right. So there's this like development of the characters getting to know each other in this. I mean, you know, plenty of other shows start where like the characters already know each other. That's not a big, that's not really an issue, but I feel like it makes it, in some ways more challenging to yeah like you said figure out where they're going to go i agree with you and i think the way they probably dove in was they all know each other but they don't all know each other with dave and alex not together true and yeah, the entire no, idea of this is how do you relate how do you consistently mm-hmm. go on with your life and your friends when your group of friends revolves around a couple mm-hmm. and that couple breaks up for sure oh yeah and then you're right so, it's definitely like a socially uh, like the social dynamic becomes very challenging sure and that's the um and and the way that they do break up is absolutely hilarious um because <laughs> you assume so, she's leaving dave like alex is leaving dave at the altar for another guy she isn't she just gets she just cold feet I guess she gets cold feet. She realizes that the relationship is stale. It's probably not where she wanted to be. And, um, and, and she leaves. And I mean, I could probably do that whole first scene verbatim. (laughs) I love it so much. I can't even, it is very funny. It's so good. The idea that the guy who comes in to take her out of the wedding is on rollerblades (laughs) is ridiculous. Right. And says, just like grabs a rose out of like one of the like the centerpieces things. And he's just like, and you told me the sex was bad. And it's a it's a church full of people. <laughs> and, and Dave just quickly replies to go, hey, man, my Nana's here. Like, <laughs> and I think what's funnier there is that he's not so embarrassed that we're talking about sex in front of Nana. It's that we're talking about his bad sex in front of him. Right. 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 Yeah. But also he's trying to get married. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like, it's a very funny show. Um, and I think, I think the actors, uh, I think the actors do lift up and sustain the show. Uh, like, like the reason why the show works for me is that I would like more character development. Um, but because like the performers are so good in their characters right. that I can sort of, you know, it's still, I still thoroughly enjoy it, you know? Yes. Um, 
So, which brings us to, I guess we, we, we're, so we like to do a character draft. This is another good opportunity to do that. Unless you have, if you want to finish up with any other thoughts before, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to more stuff about the show as we discuss the characters. Well, but- yeah, really fast before we go through, I just want to do a rundown on the main six characters. Mm. Um, if yeah. you haven't seen it, um, it is it is a very funny show. They're 22 minute episodes. It's on Hulu, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Yep. Um, I mean, I just watched on Hulu today uh, for a little bit of backup. I'm not sure if it's elsewhere, but check it out on Hulu. It's called Happy Endings. Um, so, okay, the the main two characters are Alex and Dave. They were engaged for many years. They dated for many years. And uh, Alex is a woman, obviously, um, and left Dave at the altar. And Alex's sister is uh, Jane. Jane. And Jane is engaged, or excuse me, married to Brad, who is uh, Damian Williams Jr. Jr. So mm-hmm. an interracial marriage. Um, uh, one of their best friends is Max, who is a... A uh, single gay guy who mm-hmm. does not act homosexual. Right. He, he really defies the yeah, like stereotypical homosexual. Like he he's not what you would refer to as like a flamboyant homosexual man. Right, and uh, their other friend that rounds us out is also a single girl named Penny who does act a lot like a flamboyant homosexual man. She's very <laughs> just. You know, larger than uh, life, I, don't know. I guess. Larger than life, very into everything she does. And um, it's everything tends to be, you know, very exciting or very dramatic or uh, it's just she's she's a great, great character um, for the group. Right. So there's a lot of straight people, you know, like not straight in the uh, sexual way, but like straight man in the comedic way. Right. And then we also have our comedic outliers, which are really, really great in these six. And so, as you'd imagine, there's dating um, because we do have four single people, plus there's sexual tension between the people who have used to uh, be engaged or, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I have some, uh, some favorite lines from season one that I just want to roll through. I like that Max says that exposed wire is a new exposed brick inside <laughs> of his apartment. I thought that was very funny. Um, and they live in like a, so, so it's Max and Dave eventually moves Dave. in with Max. Right. And after their the, loft after the is pretty much identical to the new girl. Well, I mean, it's, you got to assume it's like the same set, right? It's very, <laughs> it like very exactly similar. Sure. It's almost like they're revamped and right. yeah, there it is. Um, they added the big steel door to go back to the bedrooms or something, right. but yeah, pretty much the same. Um, I love that when, like when Dave moves in, he, um, he gives him two sheets. He goes, that's my room. This is your room. And he goes, Playing it pretty fast and loose with the term room, Max, because all he's doing is pointing to corners of the apartment. (laughs) And he goes, here, these are your bed. And he goes, these are both fitted sheets. And he goes, oh, my God, is this how it's going to be the whole time, bro? Like, like, he's just so upset that, like, I can't believe you're complaining. Um, But. I, there's just uh, I don't know. There's so many of those where you know references to Scottie Pippen all over the place. Right. You know, just Chicago Bulls of 
guys who had grown up in that era. And of course they'd still be in love with Scotty Pippen um, right? and all those sorts of things. But yes, no, I'm happy to start the draft now. Uh, just now that you know, the, the situation. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're working with essentially like the main cast is six people. Right. Um, I got to pull it back. I got to pull back for two more quotes. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Sorry. I'd never let it go. Please. please. Um, okay. So why don't you and me, he's going through the whole thing. He's like, I'm going to get completely blackout drunk. And he like spins the, spins the cap off the vodka bottle. This is Dave after he's been left by Alex. Right. And just, and Max is like, yes, here we go. (laughs) And he's just like, Oh, I'm going to meet a girl and I'm going to somehow convince her to come back to this awful apartment. And I'm going to have sex with her with, you here and he's like yeah girls love having sex with guys with a chubby guy in the corner it reminds him of college and, and that like it takes this weird turn he's just like ah oh, surprise one herpes surprise two she's uh pregnant with my child and loves cocaine like he's going right. down like, this, this terrible hypothetical yeah. idea of right. like what's gonna happen after now that he's single and like takes home a one-night stand and it just, oh God, it, it, it like names the baby Mitchell and Max is just like, if we're going to raise this baby together, right. I'm not in love with the baby in the name Mitchell. Like it just gets so Isn't like, that before, don't they, isn't that before they go to like confront the dude who. The rollerblade dude. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, go okay. get the crappy denim. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. That's, and Max says a line that never really gets picked up, but they're drilling, they're drinking Miller lights. And I've always wanted to say this to someone. And he he goes, let's chug these M light Shyamalans. <laughs> yes, I noticed that line too. Which I thought was just the loveliest term for a Miller lighter. It's like, let's chug these M light Shyamalans and let's go kick his ass. Like he just, oh, oh I just, oh God, I don't know. He, yeah, I, yeah, he does I love that have one. the best lines. He's, he's. It's at least in season one, he and Dave, I feel like really carry, uh, carry a good torch there between the two of them. Yeah. And then the other one is, sorry, it's season or it's episode one where they're all sitting around for Penny's birthday. And, um, and Jane is going around telling what happens if they move to the suburbs to all the people. Oh yeah. And, and, And she just goes and like Penny has brought some firefighter dude to the, to the dinner and it's like yeah and we all meet at at todd's memorial for and he goes but he died not in a fire dude but in a in a charity for her uh dead fireman sorry dude rough to a charity bike-a-thon for um for for dead right. firefighters and she just like turns to me and goes sorry dude rough twist like you like like you died in a bike-a-thon in this like weird absolutely i and, just and the premise the of that <laughs> scene too is isn't she's lying to brad right she they're on a cleanse but she which means no drinking but she's secretly right. drinking <laughs> she's drinking yes she's the waiter's been bringing her um, vodka, like straight. Yeah, in air quotes. Vodka. Yeah, in air quotes. She's been bringing her uh, ice water, right? But it's really just been vodka rocks the whole night, <laughs> and <laughs> she's totally wasted. Oh, Anyways, man. yes. Anyway, so around my house, when we do something funny like that, we go, oh, "Sorry, dude, rough twist." <laughs> like we just, 
and it's known, it's understood that it's just a charity uh, bike-a-thon for firefighters. Anyways, let's draft. Um, right. We haven't done a pick for first. I actually you had went, first perk. I had yeah, first pick last went, time. Oh, you did? Okay. So I go first, huh? Okay. Do you think what, what? I ended up with Tim Riggins on my team by accident? That's true. That's true. That is a good Get out point. Of I, <laughs> I am. Oof. Oh, man. I've got two in mind. Uh, I am going to go with Penny. I'm shocked. Penny is choice First number overall one. Penny? It was going to be Penny or Max, but I'm going with Penny. Oh, I'm 100%. I'm taking Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't. I would have. I would have traded you. Other picks for Max, even if you picks Max. <laughs> <laughs> Could have ended up with five of the cast members and you just had Max. And um, I just had Max. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, so Penny is just uh, like we had already mentioned, like larger than life. And she, she's played by Casey Wilson, who is a fantastic comedic actor. Uh, no, she's great. Yeah. So good. Like, the the we one of the recent episodes we watched was just sort of like a montage of all of her head injuries um <laughs> just so so funny like and then she was so good in the kickball episode where she's just yes heel like she's wearing stiletto it's so oh man that was yeah so there's a lot of great penny hearts moments for sure um now uh, do you know about um she's actually married to uh I believe it's a producer. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Zach Caspi. Oh, yeah. Dave Caspi. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the last name is what sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, um, yeah, that's her husband. Oh, and um, they've done, they did another show together, which unfortunately didn't end up working out. This is a weird show in the sense that it didn't, uh, like it kept getting brought back. Like it was really popular, but it just didn't. Uh, I don't know. They would never put it in the re- in a good time slot for it. Yeah, I was reading about that. How that that the re- you know the, it was sort of canceled, but not like like nobody was like we got to get this show off the air. Like it just sort of like came right. I don't know. Like it was just sort of a victim of like other confusing scheduling. <laughs> you know, on the network and that they actually were kind of regretting the fact that they axed it, but, um, okay. So my next pick, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Brad. I was trying to think of a good line to do with him. Oh, yeah what are i'm trying uh, yeah. to remember some of his best no, there's there's it's a glitch in the in the brave lane um he is he is excellent no one uh no one can take off his pants with a snap of fingers like brad Cash. right yeah also um was it uh uh hip-hop hip-hop Santa? no what was the the santa that in the christmas episode uh let me look it up 
You're letting me blank. I know. I told you, I'm such a season yeah, one Yeah, Hip Hop Santa, that. they end the episode and they're all like doing like a hip hop dance off with it's I think it's season three, so you might not, but it's like it's this Santa that's just like pop lock and dropping, like <laughs> it's like a robot, right. like and they're all dancing. And he uh so the, the premise of the episode is they Jane's birthday is actually on Christmas Day, and so they're trying to like f- like ignore Christmas. Uh, the friend group to celebrate Jane's birthday, which is Brad's wife. And uh, so they hide, you know, they get rid of all their Christmas stuff, except uh, Brad opens the closet at one point as he's hiding hip hop Santa. And he's like talking to hip hop Santa. It's like, Oh, you want to, no, I can't dance right now. You want to, and then he ends up like, (laughs) like dancing a little bit with hip hop Santa. That's so good. Uh, All right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Damon Wayne Jr. is kind of hard to ignore he's he's just he good. is he's very good as brad he's hard he's hard to ignore um sorry i just wanted to talk one one quick second about uh about max um yeah as as my first overall um he for me i loved the character of him and the idea that you hadn't really seen a gay guy who Like, how do, I, how do I put this? I like in, in mainstream TV, like he didn't, it wasn't that he didn't want to be gay. He just didn't want to be stereotyped as someone who was gay. Mm-hmm. Like he still liked sports. He still, right. Like it, like he said it, um, it as far as like the, he didn't want to fit into that stereotypical. Right. And it, and it really, it, it, like it opened TV your eyes gay to be, character. Yes, exactly. And I love that part of it because it really was the idea that anyone can be gay. Right. It and, does, yeah. It, it literally and, and, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. Right. It doesn't matter how they look, how they right. act, how they are. Mm-hmm. Anyone can be gay. Anyone can be, you know, they, they can feel the way they feel about how someone acts because yeah. he doesn't like the way that flamboyant gay people act. He's annoyed right. by it. Like yeah. he's annoyed by flamboyant people in general right which is why penny kind of annoys him but he lo- he has a soft spot for right him. right so like it's i love the aspect of that juxtaposition of he like even the line i, I want to say it's within like four minutes of the show and he goes even i think roar blades are gay and i had sex with a dude <laughs> last night like he kind of just like yeah. sets the tone of Okay, some things are just ridiculous, and right, I'm not going right. to like them just because they're embraced by people right. who are gay. Um, yeah, I, I just like that that tone that the show sets that everything is okay, including mm-hmm. being a homosexual and not acting like what you think a homosexual should. Right. Be. I so I was going like, to say that is is something that I do think is that the show does well, that uh, there are times where they call attention to it or with jokes. Um, but the, the character isn't just like a constant um, source of jokes about a gay guy. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's just his character. And there are some times where they're like, Oh, it's funny. Cause he's gay. But right. then there are plenty of jokes that are just about him being a crazy 
human being. You know what I mean? Like, so, so they're, they, oh, cause he's just like the worst dude. Like, yeah, he's so exactly. Lazy. And it has, and, and then there are, so there are plenty of jokes that are funny and they have nothing to do with the fact that he's gay. So they're that the show does that. Well, I think there's a good balance there and I appreciate that. And another thing that I think they also do pretty well too is, um, well, and another aspect of like homosexuality within the show, um, the fact that Jane has had, um, same sex relationships as well and they they kind of like they don't really address that until i think the later seasons and and it's something that that jane and brad deal with because he he was unaware that like you know one of jane's exes was coming to town and they always have this thing where they let each other kind of take that ex out to dinner or whatever um but brad didn't realize that one of Jane's exes was a woman. So there's that. And I think that they, you know, that wasn't well, like a did. Sorry to, I mean, there was foreshadowing of just like, yeah, it's like they, they mentioned a couple of times, like, Oh, hook up with a ton, oh, ton, of, yeah, ton of girls yeah, yeah, and call yeah. it a phase or right. Um, right. And Brad would like plug his ears and he'd be like, la, 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 let me know when you're done. Like he just right, like, didn't right, want to yeah. hear they about did any joke exes. About that for sure. Yeah. But, um, um but, but they, as far as her character goes, like that was an interesting development that I was like, oh, that's kind of nice that they, that's something that they incorporated. It, um, sure. Yeah, I just, agree. Just because that's where her character went. Um, and the same thing with the, the, the interracial marriage aspect, I think like they, it's something that's just, that just exists and is not like, a, oh, we need to make jokes about this. Um because they, made, they don't they don't need to because that's just the reality of their relationship is they're they just happen to be an interracial couple. Right. And not to, and not to excuse me, um they, you know, they assess the race difference. Like Brad has plenty of right. situations that would only happen to someone who's black mm-hmm. um versus someone who's white. And I love also when they they pin the gay community against the black community where max doesn't understand why he can't be part of it like it's it's so it's just i almost feel like if you pluck the show down right now it would be the most popular show on tv yeah i mean yeah like they get away with things they couldn't before but like i was gonna say there is a little bit of that (laughs) sure um but some of the things that they they do were were a little ahead of the time um in that aspect where it was just like dude everybody's okay Mm -hmm. also everybody's kind of a dick Mm -hmm. and like you're you're all just people and and like this Mm -hmm. group of friends really does do a good job at defining that um yeah i feel but uh yeah i don't know okay all right so so my pick you have damon williams and all right so you have brad and penny Mm -hmm. I of course took mocks. Uh, I'm going to. This is where it gets tough. I mean, I I'm going to take Dave. I'm really? going to take Dave. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't mean to go all all male already, but I. Dave has some lines in season one that just won't let me. Uh, yeah, see, they won't I feel let like me I, pass him. I feel like I need to re. He's he's definitely funnier in I think the first season than he is in like season two. Some of right, so I feel like the supporting cast gets funnier in season two and three, and 
like Max, Alex, and Dave are probably the funniest in season one, right? Season two, um, just just my opinion, but the, I feel like the, Max I, is pretty solid through all like the entire. Well, he's series. excellent. He yeah, yeah, they just get him more and more outlandish um, as True. it goes. But his his one liners in season one of yep my shirt is inside out or like there's so much there where it just is um yeah i don't know i don't know uh he's he's there but if i passed up dave's line of you know before you know what your friends are or everyone on youtube is calling you the wedding douche and you're living out of a gym bag that's true that like, yeah I when he's just, struggling with that, that when he's oh struggling with the, like, the the wedding aftermath is when he is yes. the funniest when when that all ends and he sort of just becomes like dave the guy who's just a friend of the group it's sort of like okay what's your role now they don't like, know what I to do with him really, somehow yeah. he's supposed to be a ladies man but we don't right. understand why yeah. they do actually i need to figure out what the line is but they the show actually does and we it's funny because we had my, my wife and i were talking about the show and we and she was like who is like who cares about Dave? Like she was like, he doesn't do anything at this point in the show. He doesn't really contribute anything. And then like the next episode we watched, they make fun of that. Like literally they're like, Oh, it's just, he's just, they're trying to like assign him a role. I can't remember what the scene is, but they're like, Oh, he's just Dave. Like, <laughs> like, they yeah, get right. it. and I was like, I was like, well, see, at least they're, they're smart about it. You know, like they, they can, they, they were very self-aware of yeah. their, yeah, of everything. Which is I the agree. same way. Like I think the reason that I like Community so much is they're very similar in terms of like being self-aware about their their characters and the roles they play. Um, so yeah. Okay, so you're taking Dave. I'm taking Dave and Max. I got the roommates. I'm so pumped. We're going to be roommates. <laughs> I am going. Then I'm definitely going to pick. Uh, jane next all right she is one of Good my pick. oh my god the 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 beginning of like the cars are one of my favorite episodes is when penny is going to buy a car yes and she is trying <laughs> jane is like trying to like teach she keeps appearing in like the back seat of penny's car and she's like are you a witch <laughs> and she, like, i don't even remember what she says she's like she kind of goes like eh, like like so so like she's like half of what she yeah eliza coop is also really really good she's very funny um as, she's excellent as she's been in a lot of different things mm-hmm. the problem is is once you see her as jane if you see her in 24 or you see her in other roles where you're supposed to take her seriously you're just like wait is she also in 24 eliza coop the the later one uh I believe she was in the she she's oh, in some really? form of the revamp, um, and she's she's in like two different cop shows, I believe, uh, twenty four, and then something else. And um, you're not getting confused from wrong. with um, Alicia Cuthbert, are you? Why would I get a no? Because no, Alicia Cuthbert is is in. Oh, no, no, okay. Sorry. So they both they're both involved at some point. Uh, yeah, one is. You know what? I'm remembering her in something different. Now that we're all just searching through IMDb. <laughs> I know it's it's we're just like scrolling through um, Wikipedia. Um, where is she? Um, damn it! 
it's it's kind of irrelevant. She's in something cop related that I I won't let go. Where the hell? Mm. But yeah, I mean they're they're both in other stuff. Um, I feel like I know Eliza Coop from comedic stuff. Excuse me. Whereas... She's in Quantico, which I was kind of watching. Around <gasps> You're Santa. right. We did watch a little bit of that. She is in Quantico. I forgot about that. She's also in Stumptown briefly, um, which if you haven't watched Stumptown, you are missing out. Yeah, yeah. also a good show. No, yeah, I've, yeah. we uh, yeah. watched. Anyway, she's great. All right, so so by default, I'm going to take Alex. Um, Bummer. I I feel many. bad because like I feel like Alicia Cuthbert as Alex is pretty good. Like she does. I like I was impressed. I was like, oh wow, she's like a pretty good like comedic performer. But I feel like the show didn't really. She's better season one to, than she is any other season. Yeah, if I like, can make an argument really for a character, they were like, um, like season two and three. They were like, let's make her dumb. I that'll hate, be funny. exactly. And I hated that. And it yeah. was not okay. Yeah. And I also don't like that her business was a joke and she's yeah. dumb and, and all that stuff. Made no fun part of, that. of yeah. that was any okay. I did yeah. not like that. You could have done that with Dave. You could have done that with mm-hmm. anybody. But they made her dumb and they made her business a joke. And I don't like it because it just... It, well, like, it was like, really what does she have going for her then? Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, she's in a dating spell and her business sucks and no, and she's dumb now. Like there was nothing like you left that girl with nothing on the show. Right. So it like you can see how it really got just. They ruined it for themselves. They lost it for themselves. But um, <laughs> I will take Classic. her because she is. But what about really Scotty excellent in season one? Hey. I'm taking I Scotty. Five more picks. <laughs> I got five more picks. How are we going to. So, it's not, all right i'll take scotty next you dick. my favorite right. line from scotty is the kickball episode where there's they had already like called out sunflower seeds like as being like like used and gross and he like he like goes over and he's like on the ground he's like oh sunflower seeds that's good roughage <laughs> everyone's yeah, like good Ugh. roughage he's such a creeper He's so oh, man. so creepy. All but right, Seth Morris would... is also in a bunch of stuff too, and he always plays a role like that, where he's just like super weird. Yes, that guy. Yeah, um, he's so good. All right, I would be remiss. Oh, I'm so close in between these two. I think, I think I'm going to get him to fall to me. Uh, all right, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Derek. Okay, yeah, that's a good pick. I'm gonna take Garrick, the absolutely He's most flamboyant so over the top. ever come across. <laughs> yeah, um, he has some really Penny, great lines too. Come on, when Penny pulls him in to play her straight boyfriend, and his idea of playing straight is Danny Zuko <laughs> from Greece, <laughs> is just. <laughs> Penny, 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 I'm going to win a Tony. And she's like, your idea of being straight is Danny Zuka from Greece. Like, and his backup is Niles Crane from Frasier, which is also very questionably heterosexual. Yeah. I will take very much. uh, Um, Yeah. Very like a lot closer to the border, I suppose, if there is a border, which there isn't, but, but you get what I mean. Yeah, definitely not. And he, he just, 
yeah, he brings about the best in Damon Williams. Oh, it's D-Rock. You'll love him. Like, he just gets so <laughs> yeah. excited whenever he's around. Um, yep, I'll, I will take Derek. Oof. All right. We're... Uh... I can't yeah. believe you took Scotty. What an asshole. I have two possibilities here, and they're pretty close. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh Mr. Forrestall, played by Larry Wilmore, who is Brad's boss, who always has food on his face. <laughs> I just watched that one. Yeah. And it's literally well, I this is a this pick is based on one the fact that i love larry wilmore because i think he's hilarious but also two the like that was his shtick as a character was just that and and brad was so afraid to say anything but then finally max is just like i'm gonna i'm gonna tell like he max drives him in his limo his used limo and he's just like i'm gonna tell him (laughs) he's got food on his face and he does and it ends up actually working out it ends up it ends up fine. Yeah. All right. Um, definitely going to take Jackie. Jackie. Oh, Dave, yes. Dave's, Dave's girlfriend. Right. <laughs> Who he ends up taking to prom, right? Did that actually happen? I'm Did trying to remember. Her? No, she had already graduated. He takes her to prom? They, they make a joke about it, but I can't. I was like, wait, did that actually I couldn't remember if that it's, actually it, happened she's, or not. She's pilot episode. She was definitely 18, like when, and he didn't realize yes. that. But then, like, right. it was never really clear if, like, she was still in school. And or... then, well, then she's there, she's their waitress later. Right, right. And, yeah. and, and they make a joke about, about yes. taking her to prom. And I don't, right. That's, yeah, but, that's where I got confused. But if I didn't get the stay grounded girl, I would probably not be okay. She has the tattoo of stay grounded on right. her lower back. <laughs> and he's like, what does your tattoo say? He's like, stay. it really just reminds me to stay grounded. And Dave just says, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Right, And she doesn't hear. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't hear me. He goes, I love staying grounded. <laughs> like, she's oh, just man. so goofy to me. I love it. She's just integral to the start of the. Right. To me. So. All right. I will take as my next pick. Oh man, I don't even know his name. He's the dude who can't remember, or he doesn't write anything down, and he's just like, "I, it's all up here." Like, oh, I should have taken. I don't remember. Never going to take Jackie, and I should have taken Randy. His name is Randy. Oh, it's Randy. Damn it. I'm like oh, looking I'm on the so list. Mad. I was between those two and I was just like, he's going to grab a different one. And then I'm going to get Randy. That's going to fall. So I was close to, I had another one that I was very close to getting, but well, maybe you'll end up him. taking him. But take I'm taking, yeah, I'm Randy is just like, just the balls on that guy to just never write anything down. And he's so bad <laughs> at remembering. Anyway, it's the worst human. Yeah. All, All right, right, your turn, your turn. I know, I'm thinking. There's still a couple of pretty good options left. There's not bad. How options. many more picks are we doing? Two more? Um, I'm at... So original three. Uh, yeah, two more. Okay. We're going to go to seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to save you because you'll fall. That was hilarious. Uh, 
I am going to take It's so funny. All mine. Well, it's not so funny because I love season one. Um, Dave's girlfriend. Uh, I'm gonna take the rollerblade guy. Oh man, do we remember his I'm name? Bobazinski. No. Bobazinski. No, oh yeah, yeah, Bo. Mm -hmm. Get ready to French my mouth. His home address. <laughs> that's what Max said. To him. I'm gonna take Bobazinski. Nice. Because I know you're gonna leave me the last one. So on you. All right. Let's. We'll see. I'm gonna take the Carzar. Yeah, I knew you would. Rob Rob Cordry plays him. He knows what cars are. <laughs> so stupid it's the it's worst the best and worst slogan right right yeah he's the car czar he knows what cars are cars are <laughs> gotta be kidding me oh man all right all right all right so i'm rounding this one out i can't believe i'm rounding it out with this person this is rough okay never mind i'm gonna i'm I can't believe he fell. He fell this long? Sure shall. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure shall. That was, I almost, that was pretty good. I'm taking sure shall. I'm the guy who goes out for bagels and comes back with a snake. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm the guy who has mustard on his shirt and wasn't even eating mustard. Like he's sure shall. The bet really the what they didn't really show any like flashbacks with him being sure show though. Did they one sure show of he remember that summer where he stayed with us? It was Max and Jane or not Max and Jane, now Brad and Jane. And, um, and he, <laughs> sorry, it's going to take me a second. He's like, he's like, why is our DVR completely Maury Povich? And he goes, oh, because I'm in a fantasy Povich league. And he just, <laughs> he like slide in the most dirty, gross way you could see a guy shirtless slide onto a couch. And he's just like, I'm just going to nestle in here. And he just says nestle with like an extra emphasis on the S. He's like, nestle in here. I'm in a fantasy Povich league and I need to watch this. Oh, fantasy and, Povich league. Oh. And, and Jane followed up with such a deep belly button. Like it was just <laughs> so awkward yeah, and uncomfortable. Yeah. But they just saw his just his weirdness of yeah. God, he was just very inconsiderate, very gross. And he is sure show. And uh um, it's a good pick. I'd forgotten. I had forgotten that he was even he's not even on this list, I think, of recurring of recurring characters. He was well. Finale My mistake. He was in a fantasy Povich league. <laughs> I love the too that um, Mark Paul Gosseler, is that how you say it? Zach Morris was in mm -hmm. like a very brief, like few minutes of, of And an neither episode. of us took Colin Hanks. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot. I mean, I guess it's weird because he like played him, he played like a version of himself, but he yeah, played a terrible version of himself. Hilarious version of himself, yeah. Is there anything funny of him saying, Yeah, that Hanks? <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> oh my god almighty, what a, it was and he's so got good. the huge studded earring. 
That's yeah, so oh, he's good. such a douche. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. So like you know he got to create that character entirely like right. it was so good yeah um yes i I mean i could run through quite a few mm-hmm. i love I, I mean i love this show i think it's great i can't believe it's only three seasons i know um i honestly thought i was going to choose the the nazi parrot but i didn't end up picking tyler so yeah it's probably Tyler for the best good, of but yeah that's well the image yeah that's true for our brand we gotta gotta do our best to keep it clean well racism alert right yeah (laughs) anyway he is uh, a parrot he is a parrot that's true um all right i think that concludes any any other words about happy endings before we uh wrap up here with our last call ah favorite words about happy endings just watch it we're going out tonight we're gonna do it big (laughs) max collapses on the street after the zombie apocalypse he says we're going out tonight (laughs) we're gonna do it big everybody just go out do it big do what you can with what you have that's the lesson stay safe everything's getting a little bit better a little bit at a time yeah um we're happy you're able to join us tonight and um well yeah we will uh, be back and more bachelor yeah there'll be more bachelor to come and probably more uh old reviews <laughs> probably couples retreat oh yeah that that could definitely i do could. like the alternating tv show movie that's kind of nice yeah and i'm gonna force that him, ladies and gentlemen oh yeah i mean yeah. he just yeah yeah. Um, um, but uh, remember, you can uh, subscribe to us if you're listening to us. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, uh, all of those awesome places. You can check us out on Twitter and Instagram, as we mentioned, at Pastimes Podcast. Last call, folks. On your way. We don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Yeah. Everybody get home safe. We hope you're home and enjoying yourself. Thanks for spending the evening with us. Take care. Eddie, cheers. Cheers. Good night. Bye.